Welcome to Texas Tech Health Check from Texas Tech University Health Sciences Center. I'm your host, Melissa Whitfield. We want you to get healthy and stay healthy with help from evidence-based advice from our physicians, healthcare providers, and researchers. Consider everything we do with our hands on a daily basis and what you'd do if you'd suddenly develop problems with them. Dr. Brian Borland, TTP orthopedic hand surgeon and assistant professor in the School of Medicine, talked with us about what our hands can tell us about our health, how hand injuries are treated, and gives us tips to protect our hands and our wrists, arms, and shoulders. Welcome to our podcast. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do at the Health Sciences Center, and your expertise? Certainly, and thank you for having me today. So my name is Brian Borland, and I'm a hand surgeon here at University Medical Center and at Texas Tech Physicians. I originally grew up here in Lubbock, Texas, so I'm kind of homegrown in that regard and fortunate enough to be back here. I treat all kinds of hand pathologies, as well as wrist, shoulder, and elbow, as well as a little bit of general orthopedic trauma. Well, welcome to our podcast. Thank you. So let's start with the hands. Do hands have a difficult time healing? It's kind of a a yes and no. No from the sense that the hand is a very vascular structure, and so it repairs itself on its own quite nicely. But yes, from a standpoint that if not managed appropriately, then it can take some difficulty or can take some time in, in healing those types of injuries. What happens if we do ignore a hand injury? So if you have a hand injury that goes under-diagnosed or is not noticed for quite some time, this can lead to chronic pain, swelling, as well as decreased function and mobility. So it is important to seek treatment if you are concerned that you have an issue with your hand or the fingers and seek it in a timely fashion. Do repetitive motions harm our hands? So I'd say not necessarily. It kind of depends on the the type of motion that it is. If you look at the the medical literature, I would say repetitive motion with air-compressed vibration, so pneumatic tools like a jackhammer or a power washer can cause some injury to hands. But day-to-day motion that we do in everyday life, specifically typing or activities of daily living, are quite safe for the hand. Do other illnesses, diseases, or conditions, temporary or otherwise, affect the health of our hands? I, I thought of this because some friends of mine who have been pregnant before, they have problems with their hands during their pregnancy. Absolutely. So the answer to that question would be yes. There's certain systemic diseases or illnesses such as thyroid issues. If your thyroid is too high or too low or diabetes can play a a role in that as well. Systemic diseases like rheumatoid arthritis or connective tissue diseases like lupus can affect the hands. Pregnancy can affect the hands with the shifting of fluids, and we've seen what's called carpal tunnel-induced syndrome from pregnancy, but that tends to resolve with delivery of the baby. What are the top hand injuries that you treat? 
so I kind of break it down into two categories. The first is trauma-related or injury, and so that can involve the bone, it can involve tendon, or that can involve the nerve. And I see quite a bit of those from a impact with an object causing a break in the bone or a cut in the skin that can cause a tendon to be cut or the nerve could be cut. And then outside of trauma, we see a lot of carpal tunnel syndrome, numbness and tingling in the hand, or a trigger finger, which is where the finger locks up on itself and it can't glide as smoothly. Those tend to be fairly common problems that come into clinic that we treat on a regular basis. Is there any way to prevent those kinds of injuries? Well, with the trauma standpoint, it's just real important to be mindful of your environment. And certainly when you're using any kind of sharp object to be as cautious as you possibly can and to wear some protection like gloves, those can help. When it comes to carpal tunnel syndrome or trigger finger, those tend to come along idiopathically, meaning we're not sure what exactly causes them. And so those are a little bit harder to prevent, if you will. But certainly if you have medical conditions, ones that we kind of talked about earlier, so diabetes or thyroid disease, it's important to have those managed by your personal physician or a primary care physician for optimal treatment. And that can help reduce the incidence of carpal tunnel or a trigger digit down the road. For example, I like to knit. Do you recommend I do any sort of stretching to my hands or fingers before I start? Certainly. So mobility with the fingers and the hands is always a good thing. And so the the more that you kind of warm them up and stretch them out before doing kind of a rigorous exercise or doing something kind of repetitive for a while will help kind of get them acclimated to that activity and reduce potential injury. Do our hands sometimes give clues as to some other undiagnosed conditions? Yeah, and I I might have spoken about this previously, but specifically rheumatoid arthritis, psoriatic arthritis, and lupus can cause some manifestation in the hands. We don't see it as much with rheumatoid today because the medical community has developed remarkably good therapeutic drugs that is reducing the manifestation of hand pathology from rheumatoid, but it's still out there. So certainly the hands can clue us in onto other problems that are going on from a metabolic or a medical standpoint with people. And we diagnose these quite often in the office as well. You mentioned that you also treat wrists and arms and shoulders. Yes, ma'am. Is there anything we can do to prevent injury in that too? Yeah. And so Again, kind of gentle range of motion exercises specifically before we're doing any kind of physical activity or new activity that we are setting out to do for the first time is beneficial. And then I always caution patients that any overhead activity where they're picking up heavy objects with their um, arm stretched out over their head can put their shoulder at risk for injury. So just be cautious with how much weight that they're lifting overhead 
One instance that you'll see this in is airport traveling when you're lifting a heavy luggage on an airplane and putting it into the top compartment. If you have a real heavy item, either putting it up or taking it down, you worry about injury to the shoulder with that. So it might be a good idea to ask somebody next to you for help if you have a particularly heavy item that you're trying to place in those overhead bins. Now you're a surgeon. Does treatment of this always require surgery? No, ma'am. And in fact, I would say a good portion of treatment that I prescribe would be therapy, conservative management, where we don't go to the operating room. And you can get really good results from that with physical therapy involving both motion of the joint, strengthening and stretching, and those types of things to reduce pain. So when should someone with pain see a surgeon? I would say if they've seen their primary care physician, they've tried a formal course of therapy and they haven't seen improvement, and then they would be referred to us where we might do advanced imaging like an MRI or a CT scan to look for levels of pathology that might require the operating room in order to fix. But a lot of times if therapy doesn't help a formal course of that or lifestyle modifications, then we start talking about, do we need to entertain going to the operating room for treatment? Well, thank you so much for coming on our podcast. Yes, ma'am. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to Texas Tech Health Check. Make sure to subscribe or follow wherever you listen to podcasts so you won't miss our next episode. This information is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice. Always seek immediate medical advice from your physician or your healthcare provider for questions regarding your health or medical condition. Texas Tech Health Check is brought to you by Texas Tech University Health Sciences Center and produced by Tierra Castillo, Susanna Cisneros, and me, Melissa Whitfield.